Welcome back to the Noggin Notes podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jake Wiskirchen, and this episode is going to be uh, five ways to improve your gratitude or five steps to improve your gratitude. I don't know what uh, our team is going to title it, but it could be either five ways or five steps. I'll go through those in a minute. But before we get to that, I want to give a, a nod to my company, Zephyr Wellness, that is sponsoring these podcasts by way of my voice and my time. And if you want more, you could check out ZephyrWellness.org. You could also check out our YouTube channel. It's just Zephyr Wellness on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Zephyr underscore wellness, and uh, you'll uh, you'll be in touch with everything that we have to offer in the way of mental wellness and tips like this. We also want to make mention of 24 hours of house music for better mental health. There's an event going on uh, 13 January. If you're in the UK or broader Europe, you can attend the event at Taboo Nightclub on Clifton Triangle in Bristol, England. If you're not in the surrounding or immediate area, you can donate to the event by going to justgiving.com slash 24 hours of house music. That's the number two and the number four hours of house music. Also check out the Facebook page, both for Taboo Nightclub, which is Taboo Nightclub Bristol on Facebook and at Taboo Nightclub on, uh, sorry, at Taboo Bristol on Twitter, and you can also go to their webpage, which is taboobristol.com. They've got a lot of events going on, and um, they're on the up and up. I mean, anybody who hosts an event that you know sacrifices a bunch of time that could otherwise be spent generating revenue has uh, got to be worthy of some support. So if you're out and about and you're living in the England or Wales area, cruise on over, uh, make, a, make a night of it in Bristol, and hang out in the, in the triangle for a little while, and visit Taboo Nightclub. Without further delay, I introduce to you five steps for improving your gratitude. A few weeks ago, back on Thanksgiving, I was inspired when I was hanging out with my in-law family in South Dakota that I should be probably sharing ideas on how to be grateful and to improve one's gratitude. For those of you who have been using the Noggin Notes app for a while, you'll notice that we have a gratitude bar, and that's because neurologically, if you focus on things for which you are grateful, generally your mood improves, and of course with an elevated mood, you feel better, you're more productive, you're happier to be around, your social life improves. I mean, there's just so many things that can come from being aware of that for which you are grateful. And I decided to do this in a, in a very short video. It's about three minutes long. So you can check that out on the Zephyr Wellness YouTube channel. But I figured that I should probably do it on the podcast as well. And in doing so, I reviewed the video several times and I realized that there were not three steps to improving gratitude like I mentioned in the video. There are actually five. And so I want to go over these five with you right now. If you want to, you can take a pen and a paper and jot these down. But if you're driving, please please don't do that. If you're driving while you're listening to this, we don't want you to steer off the road while uh, you know trying to control your vehicle with your elbows. That's a that's a bad idea. But the, the five steps, I think, are crucial because they have a specific order. And if you go out of order, that's probably okay. But generally, in order to be most effective, you want to go in this order. So the first one is you want to be in the moment. You want to notice where you are. And if you are driving or if you're just listening to this while you're studying or you're listening to this while you're uh, making some other notes or wh what have you, then be where you are. Listen to my voice. Listen to... 
uh, what's going on around you. Just, just notice what's happening. If you're mentally anywhere else, that takes you out of the present moment. And if you're out of the present moment, you're really essentially missing life. I've talked in previous podcasts about the difference between anxiety and depression, in which case you focus your thoughts either on the future, on something that you can't control because it's not here yet, or in the past, on something that you can't do anything about because it's already done. Both of those things take you out of the present moment, and when you do that, you're really missing out on life. So you want to be in the present moment because that gives you the full uh, a power to appreciate things where you are and not necessarily be dwelling on things that either have yet to arrive or have already passed you. So number one is be in the present moment, uh, be where you are. And number two is notice the negativity. So once you ground yourself and once you are aware of where you are and you're not anywhere else mentally, notice any sort of negativity that tends to plague you. And we all do this from time to time, uh, whether it's a toddler screaming or uh, a, a missed bus or a failed test or some lack of performance at work or whatever it is, there's always going to be negativity around. And sometimes it's even people drawing positivity out of us. They're, they're, they're just negative to be around. They're always focusing on the bad or what they don't have or what they missed out on or what they used to have and don't have anymore. And so uh, notice the negativity in your life, whether it be people or whether it be your own thoughts and the stories that you're telling yourself. But notice that stuff. And that leads into number three, which is let go of it. Because you can't be in the present moment if you're holding on to negativity of the past or negativity of someone else's. A lot of the stuff that we carry with us is just not ours to, to carry. It's, it's someone else's baggage. And because of some stories that somebody else has told us or some uh, beliefs that we've carried for a long period of time, we falsely believe that their stuff is ours to retain and then trudge along with. And that's, that's simply not true. So if you're in the present moment and you can calm yourself and ground yourself, then notice the negativity. Don't judge it. Don't judge yourself for carrying it. Please don't do that because that just compounds the negativity. But just simply notice it. Observe it. Describe it. And then let it go. Once you let it go, this is really, really crucial, by the way. Once you let go of the negativity... That allows you to do step number four, which is focus on things for which you are grateful. Now, this tremendous shift is uh, subtle, but it's really important. Letting go of negativity and focusing your thoughts purposely on things for which you are grateful, you'll almost notice a, a, an increase in your mood right then and there. So if, for example, you're thinking about, if you're driving a car, for example, you're, you're thinking about uh, the, the bad drivers around you and you're, and you're focused on that and you're kind of angry, I invite you to notice that, just notice it. Notice what's going on in your head and your, and your body and let it go and then focus on the, the fact that you have a car at all. If you have a car and you're driving that car, that's something to be grateful for. And we should not overlook those things. And we can go right down to basic needs. Let's pretend that you don't have a car, that you take public transportation or you walk for, for your transportation. That's fine. You can notice that you have the health to do that. You can get yourself to places. A lot of people can't do that. They're homebound or they need assistance. And even if you're one of those people who's homebound and needs assistance, you're still alive. If you're listening to this podcast, at bare minimum, I know that your ears are working and your brain is working, and that is something for which you can be grateful. You can supplant a lot of negativity simply by noticing things in your life, be they possessions or relationships, or just simply the ability to notice and choose. Those can supplant negativity. 
and you can start focusing on what you're grateful for. And that leads into number five. As you're letting go of this negativity, you can forgive the people who have intruded upon you with their negativity, their bad moods, their, their you know, Johnny Raincloud type of mentality. And once you learn to forgive, and forgiveness is uh, it's very binary, and I'll do another podcast on forgiveness later on, but it's either or. You either forgive somebody or you don't. You forgive a circumstance or you don't. You forgive yourself or you don't. And my invitation to you is as you move through these five, be in the moment, notice the negativity, let go of the negativity, focus on things for which you're grateful, and then forgive. If you forgive, that's truly letting go at its core. You're letting go of all pessimism, you're letting go of all grudges, you're letting go of all resentment, and you can truly move forward in your life happy. You can choose to focus on things that you're happy about and happy for. You can appreciate more what life is actually ha- offering you. So those are the five. Be in the moment, neg- notice negativity, let go of it, focus on that which you're grateful, and then forgive. And as you move through those five, I invite you just to to be in the moment throughout. Uh, don't don't hang on too much because you never know what's going to happen next. You you might you might stub your toe and that'll take you out of that present moment, and then you get to start the cycle over again, and that's fine because this stuff takes practice. At one point, uh, somebody said the practice makes perfect, and then uh, somebody else came along and said, no, 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 practice makes permanent, and uh, I, I would actually say that practice makes predictable. So if you practice something a lot, you can more or less predict that you can do that over and over again with a level of comfort and ease. So if you practice these five, I think you're going to find yourself more grateful. You're going to find yourself bringing more light and happiness and joy to those around you and also to yourself. You're going to find yourself sleeping better. You're going to find yourself making better choices because you'll be acting with greater intentionality and you're going to be seeing a little bit further down the road about where your choices are going to lead because you're going to want to choose things that are going to perpetuate your gratitude. So I hope this works for you. If it does, then I invite you to keep listening to the podcast. Please shoot us some feedback at info at nogginnotes.com or info at zephyrwellness.org. We will take some of your comments and questions. And we'll read them on the air in a listener mail episode at some point down the road. I've got some stuff queued up that will be coming shortly. So for this episode and for now, I thank you for listening. As a reminder, as always, I'm your host, Jake Wiskirchen. And although I am a professional therapist, this is not designed to be a substitute for professional psychotherapy. There are organizations that can help you out with that. Mind.org.uk is one. Uh, AAMFT.org and its therapist locator is another. Psychologytoday.com is another. And then uh, sane.org.uk. We invite you to check those things out too. On behalf of the Noggin Notes team and the Zephyr Wellness team, I thank you for listening and I wish you great mental wellness. Mm-hmm.